All right, welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Andrew. I'm Jesse. And today we have a very special guest, our fantastic producer, Amba. I was going to say intrepid, but then I realized I never know what intrepid really means. <laughs> yeah, same. Anyways, hey, everybody. She, she, she's joined us. Uh, for We're doing a sports episode, and, and, and Amba knows sports way better than us. Yeah. So you were, you were a college athlete, right? Yeah, I was for four years um, at Baruch. I played softball. Softball. Oh. What position? Literally everything, okay. except for like pitching and catching. Jeez, mm. I tried out for like the club tennis team in Michigan and didn't win <laughs> one game. Yeah, I I tried to do tennis in middle school and I cried. I'm actually not good at tennis because I've played baseball and softball. Because the swings are different. Because I just want to like I just want to see the ball yeah. travel really far, so I I do that. Yeah. And then everybody's just like, no, we don't have a ball. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we're happy to have her today. We're discussing. And the uh, Antonio Brown situation, the, uh, he was, I guess now, former Patriot football player. Uh, <laughs> former Patriot, <laughs> former Raider, former Steeler. Yeah. Former, uh, I don't even know how many teams this guy played on. Who was released by the Patriots this week. And the only reason why I really know about this, like, you know, Jesse and Amba, I don't follow this stuff that closely. But I did join a, fa- a fantasy football uh, league this year. Right. And somebody proposed... Uh, a trade a few weeks ago when the season just started for us to for my team to take Antonio Brown, and they wanted us to give give him like three different players at the time. It like seemed like a decent move because he was going to the Patriots. I thought Belichick was going to get this guy in line, and then we didn't make the trade. Yeah, which Smart. is which is wise Good now. Move. <laughs> but if, if we had, we would have been out of luck. Yeah, you know, it's interesting as we read up about this case. They said. The Patriots, buyer beware. You knew what you were getting into by getting this guy. You kind of did the right thing. You knew he was trouble. You knew not to tag on to him. It's true. Um, so let's just start off with who he is and how he got into this. Uh, Amba, I want to ask you the first question. What is football exactly? <laughs> is that the baskets or is that the home runs? Nope, it's it's neither, okay. um, but I'm happy you tried. All right. Tell us what happened with Antonio Brown. <laughs> okay. Um, so in March, um, the, this whole saga started with Antonio Brown. He was moved from the Steelers to the Raiders, um, who signed him for three years and $50 million, um, $30 million guaranteed. He's a good player. He's a, a really good How player. How good of a player is this guy? Like, like elite-level player, like elite-level wide receiver. I didn't believe um, it at first when they were trying to get me to tr- to take him on our fantasy team. I thought someone was trying to do. If me. nothing was going on with him, like... I, w- I would have been like, you got to take him right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Everybody but, told me that week to do it, but then I held off. Good, good, good move. And, and just to understand in monetary terms, I think he's made $70 million. He's in made career. $70 million, That's yeah. a lot for a player. Mm-hmm. That shows you how good he is. How long has he been in the NFL? Like about 10 years or so? I think about 10 or 11 years, yeah. Because yeah. he's 31 now, so yeah, he, he started. I think right he left now. college earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. He okay. left college in 2009. So, yeah, about 10 years. Okay. So, good player, played for a lot of years, making a lot of money. Yes. Um, there was a lot of drama on the Raiders right at the start. He, like, got frostbite in a cryotherapy chamber in France. Um, but who so hasn't done that? <laughs> right, exactly. Easy mistake to make. Um, so he was put on the non-football injury list. Um, <laughs> then he refused to wear the helmet that he refused to change his helmet. He wanted to keep his old helmet that was over 10 years old. Um, the NFL said it wasn't safe anymore. Why? Just because he was, like, superstitious about it? No, and that I did understand, like, the whole helmet thing, because 
like when you have something on your head and you're trying to perform at the highest level and there are things blocking your vision like anything that changes that is going to impact how you play it's like the time i wore a chicken suit at the park yeah i performed at the highest level as you said yes (laughs) uh different podcast different time okay anyway sorry yeah Really similar wow. I understand what he went through. Okay. I, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Make a <laughs> yeah, but that that I did understand, and throughout that whole thing, I, I was I was like, I feel bad for him. Like I really kind of understand him. I think he's being a little bit of a diva, but you know, whatever. He's making seventy million dollars. Who cares? Um, but then he he like was skipping practices, walkthroughs, um, stuff like that. Um, he was eventually fined, and that really escalated the situation with the Raiders. And he posted a series of videos that um, initially like got a lot of attention because people were like, well, California's a one-party consent um, state, and he, he recorded a phone call with head coach um, John Gruden. Didn't he get into a fight with this guy? He got into a fight with him. him. He called him something that wasn't great. Um, Is John Gruden the, the blonde-haired guy? Yes. He, he, he's been, he was a commentator on... TV too, right? I think so. At some point, yeah. Yeah. So he called him a racial slur, um, and he, like, punted the football and, you know, stormed off the field. Um, But it seemed, after that, it seemed like it was going to get better because he had a a, um, media session, and he was super emotional. He was apologizing. He said, I'm ready to play football. Wait, the, the the phone call he recorded? Yes. Was it controversial? Not said? not really. Like it was just it was just um, John Gruden saying, you know, what the hell are you doing, man? Like you, you gotta, you, what are you doing? Just play football and cut the shit. And yeah, he said you're misunderstood. Yeah, which is like, he was like, you're really you're really misunderstood. The most misunderstood person I've ever met. Like just play football and stop all of this other stuff. Yeah. Um. So that was and it was like a cool video. Um. And, yeah, people were like, oh, well, California is a one-party consent, blah, blah, blah. But eventually, you know, we found out that the producer got his permission. Um, He requested a release from the Raiders after he saw the fine, um, the letter from John Gruden saying that he had been fined a certain amount of money for missing practices and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then everybody thought it was over for him after that after he was released and the Patriots picked him up right away why did they think it was over just because he's like a he's, he was he seemed like trouble yeah he yeah. seemed like a liability like behaviorally um, because of you know the whole situation with the radiators everything that had gone on in, in the span of like three or four months yeah um, and then the Patriots picked him up signed him for uh, one year one one million dollar base um, Base salary, yeah, nine million dollars guaranteed, five million signing bonus. uh, Which part of that? There was a nine million signing bonus. Part of that nine million signing bonus was due um, this past Monday, September twenty-third, which they didn't pay. And now we are here, and Antonio Brown has reached out to the NFL Players Association to file a grievance against the Patriots. Well, I think there was one big part that didn't it come out that uh, there was allegations of sexual issues. What what caused all this? Okay, so, yeah, so one, his former trainer from from Michigan um, came out and said that he had sexually assaulted her on a few occasions and raped her. And this is after he signed with the Patriots. Yeah, this was like maybe a day or two after he signed with the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and she's cooperating. She's filing a civil suit because the statute of limitations has expired. Um, 
And I've learned so much about law terms, by the way. I've, I'm no, using I'm all these. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> don't want to be here. Welcome Anyways. to the biz. <laughs> yeah. Did you say you don't want to be no, here? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm Ouch. kidding. I'm just, the law scares me, so, you know. It's scary. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just throwing out those terms. Um, but, yeah, she's she's filing a civil suit against him. Then a few days later, another uh, accusation came out from an unidentified woman who, um, she's an artist, and she was hired by Antonio Brown to paint a mural in his house. Um, and she said that on multiple occasions, he also um, sexually assaulted her and, you know. Um, but these are civil suits. She, I don't think she's, she's not suing. Okay. She's cooperating with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are co- cooperating with the NFL. But no but criminal charges. No criminal charges. Um, there was there's one civil complaint filed though. Yeah, the yeah. the woman uh, Brittany Taylor. Yeah. Um, and by the way, just to interrupt, you know, it's much easier to prove a civil wrong than it is a criminal wrong. The standard is much less. And if you want to go after some deep pockets, a guy who was making that much money, yep. I get where they're going. Yeah. But then, um, you know, the the whole reason why he was released was because when he heard about the second allegation, mm-hmm. he reached out to the woman and put, like, many people in a group chat with her, like his agent, his lawyer, and a few other people, um, and basically was threatening her, sent her photos of her family and, and stuff like that. I don't think his agent or his lawyer advised no, him No, no, his, his lawyer said I didn't advise and then him he to t- well, he, do so that. he tweeted it out or what had to No, he didn't out? tweet it out, but she she, um, it. she she sent it to the NFL okay. and I guess was cooperating with, with them. And then it got out. And then it got out. Um, and, uh, yeah, then Robert Kraft made the um, decision with Bill Belichick to cut him. And to cut him before the, the deadline to pay the $5 million. Yeah. Okay, so okay. let's just take a step back and talk about what he – uh, could technically get uh, and what he might get. So as you said, Amba, he signs this one-year, $15 million contract, includes a $10 million guarantee. So that's a $9 million signing bonus that is split up to be paid in two different times and a $1 million guaranteed salary. Now let's just first start with what he is probably going to get at the very minimum, okay? So obviously he played what two weeks in the for he, the Patriots. He was on the roster for two weeks, um, but he only played one game. Okay, at the very least he's entitled to first one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars because he only played for eleven days. That amounts to that amount. Then he's also entitled to thirty-three thousand three hundred and thirty-three dollars. That's a roster bonus because he was on the Patriots roster during week two. Mm-hmm. Then he's also entitled to another $125,000 because under the collective bargaining agreement, remember that's the agreement between the NFL uh, and, the, uh, and the different team owners and the players and, the, and their union, uh, this is agreement that comes out every, uh, what is it, every year or every few years? Um, every few years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in a second. So he's entitled to another $125,000 because a fired player is owed a quarter of the remaining balance of their base pay. If you add all that up, that's a total of $283,333. Not that much. Now the question is, is he gonna get the rest of the money? And we're really, we wanna talk about uh, the, the $15 million in total. So first, let me ask, is he gonna get $15 million in total? I, he's not gonna get $15 million. Is he gonna get the $10 million that was guaranteed to him? Very likely not. Is he going to get the $9 million in the signing bonus? 
potentially. It's like 50-50. You might get that. And we're going to break it down in a second. Is he getting the $1 million in the guaranteed salary? He's definitely getting that. And I also think that he has a very strong case to get the $5 million, the first part of his signing bonus that was due uh, last Monday. Okay. So there are people out there who say he's entitled first to the full $9 million uh, in that signing bonus. And that is because, Andrew, there's... First, we have to talk about there's the, the collective bargaining agreement and then there's the contract that he signed yeah. with the Patriots, so think, which seemed to be yeah. in conflict. So I think we got to take a step back first. Like what the collecting bargaining agreement is, which is what they're going to look at in this whole dispute as you know, part of it, is a contract that the NFL Players Union negotiated with the NFL teams. And you might be asking yourself, wait, there's a union in the NFL? These guys are rich. Why do they need a union? Like any, even if even if you're a highly paid, uh, you know, individual or part or part of a workforce that's lucrative, you can still form a, a union. So most most uh, sports have players unions that they they agree on um, contract representatives that negotiate with the teams and they agree to standards that the teams need to abide by so that players are treated fairly so there there is a the contract in the nfl for for players that nfl teams need to abide by so what's going to happen here is the union is going to bring a lawsuit on behalf of antonio brown because they're going to say that robert Kraft, owner of the patriots violated the union contract because there's certain provisions that you can't you can't terminate him for these such and such agreements. But besides the union contract, there's an individual contract with with each player who signs on on a team between the owner, the, the team, and the player. Yeah. So there's two documents you're basically looking at here. One is the union contract, and two is the individual contract that the player signs with the team. And my understanding is you can't have a contract between a player and a team uh, excuse me, between a player, yeah, but between a player and a team that is in conflict with the collective bargaining agreement. Am I right, Amba? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the problem is if you look at the collective bargaining agreement, they have something called forfeitable breach, which are those times that a team can withhold a bonus for a player. And there are only four instances when that can happen. Those are if a player just doesn't show up to practice or a game. That didn't happen with the Patriots. Nope, didn't happen to him. Was he incarcerated? Nope. Nope. Yeah, and they're actually just allegations, too. He wasn't convicted of anything yet. No. And he also can't be because the statute of limitations is up. Oh, okay. So there you go. So no, no, nothing, nothing criminal. No. Next up, did he? Uh, could he not play because of a non-football injury? Nope. So that doesn't apply to him. And voluntary retirement. Clearly that didn't happen. So you have these four instances... He doesn't fit. Just based upon reading that, you would say, well, of course he's entitled to the $9 million. But the agreement that he has with the Patriots has an interesting clause, does it not? So, yeah, so the, the clause with the Patriots basically says that if a player, if, if Antonio Brown can, conducts himself in an immoral manner, that, you know, you know, is a bad representation to the team, that... The, the 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 that his that, it, that he breaches the contract and and, and the contract's void and null. Uh, so the question is, does that term rule from the individual contract or does the uh, the forfeiture clause of the of the collecting bar collective bargaining agreement uh, prevail? And by the way, the collective bargaining agreement says that players in a team can't agree to contract provisions that authorize the club to obtain a forfeiture of any salary from a player except to the extent in Article 4. 
So it clearly says you can't create other circumstances in your agreement with a team and a player that would go beyond what these four parts are. And and that uh that uh what was it that language from the agreement in the um the one between the Patriots and Antonio Brown. I'm trying to find the exact language. This is it. Um, so the team could void any guarantees if the Brown takes any action that materially undermines the public's respect for or is materially critical of the club, players, teammates, or the club's ownership, coaches, management, operations, or policies. And they're saying, well, what are they saying here? Are they saying that him sending those text messages violates that? Are they saying he being sued violates that? What are they saying? And I, I also like don't love that language because um, the NFL as a whole, the owners have an issue with with um, valuing their players properly, and putting language in that kind of makes that makes their behavior subject to the owners, uh, you know, discretion, approval, whatever. Like they can judge where the, whether or not that behavior is appropriate or not. You know, so um, but that. All of this is kind of like, well, the CBA says this, and then his his Patriots contract says this, so they're gonna have to basically probably get in a room with with um, uh, the CBA and the NFL, and you know. Well, it's in front of one arbitrator. Yeah, it's a and neutral an arbitrator. arbitrator. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I gotta say, somebody who's neutral looking at this is gonna say, this guy's owed that money. Yeah. I mean, I don't see or, it. Or he might be like, he might see the text that went out the weeks right. after and be like, this guy seems sort of. Uh, you know, off you know, off the deep end, but it yeah. doesn't matter based upon what we said. If those are the four circumstances that you, that a team can only withhold that money, it doesn't matter what he sent. And Antonio Brown made made a good point, and I do think that um, Antonio Brown is a sketchy guy. But he he made a good point. He said Robert Kraft, you know, the the whole prostitution thing. He didn't get convicted. Nothing happened with him. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's former teammate from the Steelers. He was accused of uh, rape, multiple instances, got a four-game suspension. Initially, it was a six-game suspension, got knocked down to four games. That's it. But that guy was suspended. Yeah. Suspension's different than what's happening here because a suspension, you know, is going to eventually end. You're going to return to right. play. Right, and, and Antonio Brown got released. So Without pay. Right. Yeah. Without pay, and obviously that's much worse. That's why I think it's better yeah. for Antonio Brown. It is, and he's he's 100% right. I do think that he's a slimy guy, but I, he is also right. I mean, do you think the Patriots are, you know, supporting the argument that they released him because how he was acting because of the allegations against him or because how he acted afterwards? No, he, the, yeah. okay, the Patriots aren't releasing him because, the Patriots didn't release him because he has his, these allegations against him. Okay. The Patriots released him because... They saw those texts because them seeing those texts and him like trash talking, talking Robert tr- Robert Kraft and and all of that. That's why he's been released because they can't they can't spin that in some kind of way. They can't see an allegation and be like, well, you know, you don't know if yeah. if that happened or not. But those texts, like that, is very clearly. So, but the know. CBA made it clear, right? It said the idea is. You can cut a player that you don't like. You can cut a player. You just have that to pay them. You just have to pay them. Yeah. Right. And, so, and regardless of whether he fits under the Patriots' um, like definition of you know what he, what you can and cannot do, it, those that criteria is in is not is not in line with what's in the collective bargaining agreement. So they don't even have not they're not going to even get to that interpretation because it's not one of the four the four categories. And by the way, you've talked about it before. 
the Patriots signed him what one day after this happened, after all this controversy. Didn't they kind of know what they were getting with and him? And that that was like when I saw that, I was like, are are we kidding right now? Like nobody wanted to touch Colin Kaepernick, but this guy has all of this baggage attached to him, and you're going to sign him after one day for fifteen million dollars? Well, let me ask you this: I read that Bill Belichick did this on his own, that he negotiated this guy coming to the Patriots didn't really consult Robert Kraft or anybody else because he's got so much clout. He's Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. If that happened and he's acting, I guess, as an agent of the Patriots, does he have the authority, the power to do Well, clearly, I mean, he was signed. But what happens if the higher-ups didn't know about that and does that even matter? If Robert Kraft didn't know about how bad the reputation of Antonio Brown was or maybe these allegations, how does that matter? Does it matter? I'm sure. I'm sure Bill Belichick didn't actually draft the specifics of the contract. He might have negotiated it, but I'm sure there was somebody from the business team or Robert Kraft that saw the contract at the end. Once yeah, it was signed. and also the other thing is that when when teams draft players that are you know this this well known in the public eye, like they generally need a little bit of time to do some some background research on them. Yeah. and to figure out whether or not this person's going to be a behavioral liability. Yeah, and by the way, again. He hasn't been criminally charged. He's just been accused of something. So if ever if you had a situation where pl- where teams can create language that says, "Oh, if you're accused of something by anybody, whether in a court of law or not, oh, we can cut you and you know also take away guaranteed mm-hmm. money." That's why you have the CBA. I mean, they made the choice to make a guarantee to him. So if you were, oh, the- they did, they, but did they call it a guarantee? I, That's the question. I, I believe it's a guarantee in the agreement. But what they're going to argue is that since. The nine million was it was not it wasn't to be paid out immediately upon signing. It was, yeah. was going to be, be the first installment was going to be paid September twenty third. That's so, why I think he'll get five million. So they, yeah, they, they're they're going to argue that it was like an earned bonus, even right. though it might have said guaranteed, um, which I don't know how valid that would be. What what would be your like if you were the lawyer for the Patriots? What would be, what would be your strongest argument? I would yeah. say that we have a right to 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 govern our players. Uh, we have a right to choose how we spend the money and that if you have a player who acts in a certain way and these allegations come up, it's making the Patriots look bad. It's making our franchise look bad. And maybe he also didn't disclose. Maybe he lied to us about what was really going on in his life and what was happening. So what's your legal argument? Uh, Well, I would want to know in the CBA, is there any language in there that says anything about being immoral or do anything immoral? There is. So, so that's what I would that's what I would focus on if I was the Patriots lawyer. Besides Article Four, right? It's Article Four. There's a there's a term in the Appendix A of the collective bargaining agreement that says the, uh, that a player is required to conduct himself on and off the field with appropriate recognition of the fact that the success of a professional football of professional football it depends largely on public respect for and approval of those associated with the game. So it seems like if some if a player doesn't act in that manner with respect and approval of the game, public respect and approval of the game, then maybe there's an argument that he breached the contract. But that what's the penalty for that in the CBA? It just says it generally? It says it says maybe that says that means very you can fire it's, a player. I mean it says it says they're contractually obliged to do that. To, yeah. to connect themselves in that way. But we've seen that before where players can be fired for that. But they, they, but they never, still... But have, they, have you ever seen before where someone's bonus or money is uh, taken away, you know, well, for that? No. That's but the problem. But th- there was also, I, I think I read something about that bonus being kind of like a double-edged, you know, thing. Where that, yeah, it was a signing bonus, but it was also um, 
contingent on the fact that Antonio Brown behaves himself. And I think the Patriots probably feel really strongly about not paying him his his bonus because they were probably like, listen, we'll give you this nine million, but you just have to not be a you know jerk. Do you do you think the Patriots regret signing him? I mean, when we look about when we look at the the moral um, and the ethical values of the Patriots, I don't I don't really think that they'll have any regrets. They're also super rich. They nine million isn't going to do much to them. But it is bringing them a lot of negative attention. Um, for example, I, I, I'm like, why did you guys do this? You saw all of the baggage that he came with. And the Patriots, they're a very old organization. They're very respected. And they signed somebody with so much like liability. Should they have suspended him first? So that's the other thing. The NFL has this thing called the commissioner's exempt list. And that basically takes the situation out of the team's hand. And that, and the NFL will be like, okay, if this player is acting inappropriately, we can put them on the exempt list while we investigate. They're not allowed to attend games. They're not allowed to attend practices. Um, they're really not allowed to be around their teammates or anything. They can go inside the facilities for treatment and, and workouts and stuff like that. But while while they're on that exempt list, I'm not sure if they get paid. They probably do, but not like any of the bonuses, no game day bonuses and stuff like that. And that was something that that people were really surprised about. That we were, they were like, "Why didn't Roger Goodell just place him on the exempt list while all of this was going on?" Because they're still investigating. They're still speaking with the two women. Because then he would and, have to pay him. Right. Exactly. You don't want to pay him. Well. Well, even they could so, have avoided like all of this. It, it, you no, know? because even if they put him on the exempt list. <sighs> Eventually, unless he has an injury, right? Unless those four circumstances, he gets an injury, he's incarcerated or whatever, they don't have. They're going to eventually have to pay him. A guarantee yeah. is a guarantee. It's again. But this, but this is what the Patriots are thinking. They're like, listen, we're seeing what's going on here. We don't want this guy on our team, regardless of what happens with his with his disputes or whatever. He's off the team. We get that we might have to pay. There's no there's no penalties in the collecting bargaining agreement for for an NFL team to like pay the other side's attorney's fees or punitive damages. The worst that's going to happen is they're going to have to pay the 9 million. That that was yeah. already I think like they're already charking that up. They already yeah. put it on their books. Yeah. They're already talking And it'll, and, and it'll take years. I mean, it's not going to happen tomorrow. This is going to have to go through a whole process. I want to talk about that. He's 31 years old. Now right now he said he's so fed up with the NFL. He doesn't want to play anymore uh, because he's upset that he's not what that nobody honors their contracts as you said he pointed aim at other players and the Robert Kraft and all that stuff. Uh, but the longer this drags out, I mean, this could take a long time. He's 31 now. Uh, is he, let's say this takes, I don't know, a year or whatever. Then he's like 32. Is another team going to sign him? Doesn't that hurt him too? And look, I, he can pay for the how, to fight this out. He's got a lot of money. But yeah. eventually, is he going to go back? To, he's, what is he, where is he right now? Central Michigan University? He went back to Central Michigan University. Yeah. I don't, I mean, That's good, good for him going yeah. back good to for him. school. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. He he is probably just about in his prime. And if he continues to work out, he, you know, will be prepared. He doesn't want to play for the NFL right now because of the way the owners operate with the contracts is, is what he says. And that's what he's publicly said. I actually read something today, like maybe 10 minutes before we walked into the studio, that um, – his agent or lawyer said that he's still interested in playing, and then th- at that and that there are multiple teams 
that are interested in signing him, which baffles me because... He better be really good. He better be that good. If a team signs him and Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job... Ooh. How good is Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, I don't Colin, understand Colin that. Kaepernick. Why doesn't Colin Kaepernick have a job in the NFL? Is he go- is he as good as Antonio Brown? In the Super Colin, Bowl? Colin Kaepernick was in the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't. It seems and ridiculous. They're to the me. same age, Colin Kaepernick and Antonio uh, Brown. It seems ridiculous that he's not on a team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't know what happened um, in that settlement um, between the NFL and, and Colin Kaepernick. But and this is kind of going off on another tangent. But it seems like the the image that him and his team are putting out is that he's still ready and he's still willing, but nobody's willing to sign him. Mm-hmm. Will Robert Kraft settle with Antonio Brown? I don't think so. Really? Well, Do you see what he said on, you, say, you see what Antonio Brown said about Robert Kraft on Twitter? I don't yeah. think he's settling. At the end of the day, business is business. People say nasty things. Yeah, People say know. nasty things. He probably will settle. Get this. I mean, if he could settle. Nine million out. is nothing to him, though. Yeah. He's not going to care, care about nine million. Nine million. He doesn't care about nine million. You know how much. Let's These see how lawyers are probably more. saying you most likely won't win this. So he cares more about it. settling it, but yeah. I bet he probably wants to settle it. He cares more about. He doesn't care about the nine million dollars. He cares about the image of his team and himself. Mm-hmm. So then he should sign a settlement with him where uh, Brown can't say anything bad about Kraft or the Patriots anymore. It'll still come out that they settled. Yeah. Whatever. And people will look at the fact that they settled and be like, well. There Maybe you they, go. Were, they were at fault. Yeah. But then who knows what the future of Brown is? Yeah. Who knows? People are going to be worrying about and to, if Brown really gets into trouble, maybe uh, more accusations, maybe even criminal charges are pressed about. You know, never know. We're going to be worrying about what he told, what he said to Robert Kraft. Everybody's going to be like, oh, it was a good job for the Patriots to get rid of this guy. Do you th- is he going to continue to work out, you think? Like, is he going to be ready if somebody calls him? I mean, who knows? I- like, like, do you think um, this is a tangent, too? Like, is Gronk going to come back to the Patriots? Gronk is also, like, very perplexing to me because um, I saw like a week ago that he said that his he cured his CTE with with um, cannabis. Yeah. Um, which I'm not really sure if there's any Maybe science that backs that up. <laughs> right. Which which makes me very concerned for the for the state of his brain. But you know, I don't. I really don't think um, Antonio Brown is going to come back. I, Rob Gronkowski, like he's very unpredictable. Who knows if he's going to come back or not? But wait a second. I have a question. One of the things in the collective bargaining agreement was voluntary retirement. Yeah, Didn't he just retire? Who? Antonio Brown. He didn't retire. He was cut. Well, after he tweeted out that he's never oh. playing in the NFL again. But so yeah, but that was after. It was well, after he was released from the team. I don't know. It, can't be while, it has to be while you're on the team. I don't know. Did he quit the NFL? I mean, afterwards. I mean, after like, he was well, fired, he's voluntary retired. We don't know. He's part of the Central Michigan. What if he plays for the? Is can he? Is it possible his, for him his, to play for the college team again? No, no. His, his I, uh, how many did he play for? I don't know how many years. He probably didn't play all the years. How many, how many years he used? Because he only had four years to use. I bet he didn't use all his years. That'd be like a move. That's like <laughs> Mr. Baseball. Like go, you got to go to the minor leagues or something like that. I think he. I bet he probably still has years left. That would be crazy. Let's see. I, like the, I feel like Denard can come back, technically. He didn't play all these years. <laughs> oh, wow. I think he only played two years. Oh, we'll go back. Central Michigan. The NFL was just practice for college. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. 
No, he played three. Yeah, he played three years, so he has one more year if he really wants to. But he's taking online classes. I think he lives in Miami. I really don't think that's well, going to happen. Should, he should. It'll be good practice for him. He I know you want him team. to play at Michigan because yeah. yeah, for whatever weird thing is going on there with Michigan and you guys. What do you mean? We went to Michigan. It's we an embarrassment. Our team's an embarrassment right now. Whatever. I'm going to a game. Really? November 16th. Oh. Michigan State. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. The, uh, Andrew's a little bit upset you didn't invite him. Yeah, you tell. It's, uh, it's a brother's <laughs> trip. I'm going with my brother. Yeah, I thought I was like a brother. Oh, well, wow. This is We're guys who walk. This is a little... Oh, this is awkward. I'm sweating. Did your brother go to Michigan? He did. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, that's why I went. I was actually... I, saw, I went with... When he was uh, in school, so there's a seven-year age difference, and I remember... Check like going to visit him in school when I was 13 years old with braces, and I was like, This place is great. <laughs> <laughs> We're tough guys. Wow. <laughs> Does anybody want to go to a game with me? I also sound literally like a. Is that how you sounded when you were 13? Yeah, I've advanced a lot. Okay. Clearly. My dictation has Interesting. been great. Hmm. Uh, I wish I knew It was at my studies Jesse. at University of Michigan that made me better. True. Not Central Michigan. Wow. <laughs> So let's um let's do a poll. All right. Let's go around and say, how much do you think Antonio Brown will end up with? Uh, I'll go ten million. Five. Five. Um, I say. I think he's gonna get five because I think Robert Kraft will fight this to his last breath. I say like nine million three hundred thousand dollars. Wow, that is so specific. So the amount that was like accrued under a salary plus that termination thing plus the nine million. Well, I'm not great at math, so I just went with a nice round number of ten million. Yeah. Which I I think he'll get. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Amba. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. It's good to have you on here, and not just. Looking at us with disdain from the corner of the room <laughs> yeah, as we with, say questionable with my things. My silent judgment. We didn't yeah. get any video from this podcast. Oh yeah, I know. we didn't. We needed, an, we needed yeah. an extra person. Hey, all right, next time. Do we have interns? Damn it! Damn it. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.